0: Welcome to Red, White, and Boo, a podcast by the Military Mom Collective. I'm
1: Mara. I'm Taylor. And I'm Nikki. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about military law, sorry, Murphy's Law in the military. We call it military law sometimes. Um, We are referencing one of our um, articles from one of our amazing contributors, and the article is titled Murphy's Law or Military Law by Aaron Stock, and we're going to be telling you some stories that we have with this wonderful experience called military life. (laughs) In Erin's article, she references some of the things that she's learned when coming about military law, which is essentially bad things happen when your spouse leaves without fail, their ship pulls out, their plane leaves, the bus pulls away and your car dies or your kid needs to go to the hospital or you don't have hot water in your house um, or all of the above in some situations. Um, but if you can try to spin it, you can get some empowerment from these things and, you know, help others in, through service and feel some pride that you got through it. So again, we're going to sort of share some of our military law stories. Um, either one of you ladies want to go first? I mean, like you said, Nikki, that plane, I don't even think
2: the plain beverages have come out and I have a nail in my tire or it won't start or my child is acting absolutely feral um, because dad is gone and it's not even 24 hours in. And it's just like, really, really?
1: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. So I definitely resonated with this when I was reading Aaron's article, but um, I really liked her spin on it when she was talking about pride and how there's no greater feeling than fixing something and turning, you know, turning it around on your own. And I think that is true for, um, our lives as military spouses in general, like just knowing that we did this on our own is very, um, empowering and you can carry a lot of pride with that too. But, uh, Yeah, I don't necessarily have, like, a pivotal story that I can think of, but uh, there's always, always something, right? Always.
0: (laughs) Definitely. I remember when I first read Erin's article, she talked about the smoke alarm going off at 2 a.m. and your 10-foot-tall ceilings, and that I could have written that, except mine was, I think, 2.30 a.m., but um, (laughs) it was funny because I – you know, I had a group chat of um, spouses who who are, sorry, fellow wives whose spouses were also deployed. And I sent out a message. I said, I know it's super late slash early in the morning. My fire alarm won't stop chirping. Can anyone help me? I'm getting on a tall ladder just so people know. Because of course my (laughs) kids are sound asleep. And um, one of my friends, um, she FaceTimed me and walked me through it and was like, I'm not going to bed till I know you are safe in bed off that ladder. And of course it didn't stop chirping. And I don't even remember what I did because that's a part of Murphy's law and military law too, is you just block it off. um, But yeah, I definitely couldn't have gotten through that without my friends and the next morning, my one friend uh, who was asleep, she then moaned me money for some coffee in the morning, which was
1: awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. My military law story is actually like a twofer. Like it happened to me and then happened to a friend who was trying to help me.
2: So then I helped
1: her. So my daughter was diagnosed with a rare genetic condition about three weeks into my husband's first deployment. And she had a ton of medical stuff that she needed to get done. And thankfully, we had a friend in the area who was willing to come and watch my boys, so I could take her to these doctor's appointments. Um, because it was also during COVID, so no one's allowed to go anywhere without a mask and more than one, more than two people. So she's coming over to hang out with my boys for an appointment, and she gets pulled over no. by oh, by no. the state trooper. And it turns out her registration was expired, oh, and her car no, was getting towed. No. So of course I load all my kids up. I pick her up on the side of I8 in San Diego. <laughs> oh Bring her to my house and she borrowed my husband's car until she could get hers fixed. Oh. And all that stuff cuz the registration was in her husband's name, of course, mm-hmm. and he left on the same deployment though they were on different ships. Oh my so he had been gone for just as long like and it was going to be take forever and it was just this whole hot mess of murphy's law but we both got through it we were able to help each other she was at my house all the time because of all these medical appointments with my daughter she and i needed her to have a car so she could help me (laughs) because she was the only person who could help me and so like it was a one hand washes the other kind of thing which that's kind of how you get through this stuff
2: Mm -hmm. for sure for sure yeah i think um Without that village, there's a lot of times that Murphy's Law can just feel like the devil, right? Like, like here again. And it's just so nice to be, like, resonating with someone else that knows and, Mm -hmm. like, can just, like, pick up where you need it. And then you can return that favor the next go around. Absolutely. Definitely. Oh. And you know what you were saying? Um, she didn't have a registration. I feel like that's a shameless plug to um, guided deployment on the military. Month. Like to <laughs> to
1: make sure you have your paperwork in order. <laughs> Definitely. But so I just want to point out one of the things that Aaron mentions in our, in our article is the empowerment that you feel like it is so awesome when you make it through whatever is happening. Like the basement flooded um, <laughs> and you got it cleaned out and you were able to get the sub pump fixed if you have a basement or you go through all the medical appointments that I had to with my daughter and she was two and getting put under and we were dealing with all this crazy crap. And like you get through it and that's soup like it was the beginning of the deployment and I was super like I did this like this is I- if I can handle this I can handle anything. Mm-hmm. for sure but
2: isn't it also funny like i totally agree but isn't it funny how quick it's kind of like childbirth right you forget that pain real quick <laughs> and like okay it's time for them to go again and everything's rainbows and butterflies and we've got this and we'll see you and it's literally like i said the the plane hasn't even left the tarmac and
1: <laughs> absolutely my husband just got b- back from what TDY or he just left for TDY and my parents were coming to help me with my kids. Cause it was my first time solo parenting and literally he's two hours down the road and my dad's in the hospital with a stroke. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like it without fail, it's, it's timed like that every time. <laughs> for, sure. for
0: sure. And I think when I'm in a moment where it, feels like I can't get through it. Not only do I remember all the hard times I've been through when Murphy and military law show up, I also try and remember that feeling that I always feel at homecoming or even if it's not a full deployment, if it's just a short TDY or work trip, just that moment when he is either safe on land in my arms, you know, I get the text that he's back in America. Like it just, I can feel like I can breathe again. And so when I'm in that moment of the basement is flooded or the kids are, won't stop fighting and won't eat what I'm feeding them. I just remember you've done this before. And that feeling that you're going to have hopefully soon.
1: Wait, your kids eat what you, you feed them when your husband's home? Because mine don't eat when I feed them. Good point. Them, no,
0: no, but at least it's like... <laughs> Two of them. And maybe sometimes he's cooked it. So it's like, ah, it's your food.
1: <laughs> oh, it's so much better when dad cooks, right? Yeah. I mean, for everyone.
0: Yes. <laughs>
2: for everyone. I love that.
0: I think also um, something that uh, Aaron talked about as well was the uh, natural disasters that happen during <laughs> deployment, which is like the biggest of Murphy and military law. I remember being new to Florida and living Mm. through my first hurricane season and people saying, you know, stock up on water and I go to the store and all they have is Aquafina, And I was like, (laughs) I'm not getting this (laughs) and just not knowing what to do and freaking out because again, I'm from the Midwest, like give me a good tornado warning. I know what to do. But um, again, leaning on support, thankfully I had a really amazing friend nearby who had grown up in Florida. So she was constantly answering my texts, taking my calls, telling me what to do. And I knew if she felt safe to stay there, then it was be okay for my family. And, you know, just making sure that's also kind of a good life lesson to kind of make sure you always have supplies handy for power outages or anything like that.
2: That's Wednesday for sure. Mm Yeah.
1: I going to say my first foray in military law was boot camp. My husband joined late, and I was nine weeks pregnant with our second when he left. And when I tell you, for the eight weeks of boot camp, it snowed every two weeks. No. And I had to muscle the snowblower around because it was up to my knees for some of this snow. It was horrendous. And then the basement flooded twice from all the snow melting because it was February to April and it was, it was just, it was awesome. (laughs) It was a great like baptism into like military (laughs) life. It's like, here, (laughs) welcome. For sure. You uh, mentioned
2: deployments, Mara, and, you know, coming home and natural disasters, ours was in South Carolina. So not too far from you in Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, and those, those fun little hurricanes pop up every now and then. And especially when you're on a countdown,
0: Yeah. you know,
2: mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what, I'm going to stock the freezer. We won't need to leave this house. This is pre baby. So uh, <laughs> I was super ready for him to come home. And I had bought all the steaks and just oh, I had stocked the no. fridge. Dun, dun, dun. Hurricane Matthew. Oh no. <laughs> um so thankfully no damn no, no real damage to the home, you know, our neighborhood and or any friends. Um but we lost power for a significant amount of time, oh. which makes things go bad quick. Oh. <laughs> and we lost all of that. So I was like, welcome home. We're going to go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you have like to clean out the stinky freezer yourself? Yeah. Of course. Yes. Did you buy, like, buy yourself a spa day for that? Because <laughs> oh. oh, yes. Well, but actually,
2: my, my spa day at the time I was teaching and my spa day was that we didn't go back school for like two weeks that was a really bad hurricane wow. but yeah that was that was a treat for me it was like a extended spring break <laughs> did you did
1: they extend your school year though because that
2: they didn't they didn't
1: Oh, see that built, that in, right there those is... built
2: in hurricane days built-in weather days
1: that sounds like yeah you hit the yeah other than having to clean that freezer for sure <laughs> for sure Thank you so much for hanging out with us today and don't forget to check out Erin's article on military Murphy's law and military law. We'll have it linked in our show notes. And if you have the chance pop over our Instagram or Facebook, or even comment on her article and tell us your own Murphy's law, military law story. We'd love to hear it because we've all been there.
2: And good luck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're not alone.
1: (laughs) And may the odds ever be in your favor. Thanks ladies to see everyone next week. Bye. Bye.
2: Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to join us next week and to follow us on Instagram to continue the conversation. If you like what you've heard, kindly leave us a review and share with a friend.